1: It ain't the left side or the right side. And it must be the fin side. Side. It ain't the left side.
0: Thank you, Solo D. Welcome right to another side. episode of On the Finside here with Kat and Paul. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Check out our merch store on dot com. This is what we call our slow time of year here in May where it's between the NFL draft and training camp, that kind of dead period. Paul and I, though, are going to take you position by position through the Miami Dolphins roster, all 90-plus players, and we're starting with the quarterback position, the ever-important one today. It's been an interesting offseason. The Dolphins did sign Ryan Fitzpatrick. They also traded on draft day for Josh Rosen, so we'll go through there and some latest news and how we think that these positions are going to shake up, as well as the roster spots in general. So, when it comes to Josh Rosen, the latest news out of, tra- out of OTAs is that Ryan's, Ryan Fitzpatrick came in, looked great. Josh Rosen may have looked a little bit behind, may have looked a little bit more like a second-year player. Uh, does that surprise you at all, Paul?
1: No, not at all. I mean, it's right. You know, Josh Rosen came in and looked like a second year player. No kidding. I mean, he's, he's a second year player. And Fitzpatrick has a reputation of coming in, lighting the world on fire and, you know, looking like an absolute stud for, you know, practice OTAs. And the first couple weeks of the season where he, he typically ends up looking like the best player on the planet. And then he looks like the absolute most hot garbage player on the planet for a few weeks after that. So I was thinking about it, you know, when we talked about doing this show and really I wouldn't be shocked if the beginning of the year we see Fitzpatrick start, but then we see Rosen take over from him and and not relinquish it a few weeks into the season, somewhere in the middle of a game that Fitzpatrick's laying an absolute deuce in the middle of the field.
0: Yeah, this everything here that we see before the start of the year, it has to be a competition. If it's 50-50, like we've talked before, it has to go to Josh Rosen. If it's 40-60 in favor of Fitzpatrick, uh, then I still think it has to be Josh Rosen. But if it's a conclusive Fitzpatrick is more ready, he beat out Josh Rosen, as disappointing as that may be for the fans, then I think Ryan Fitzpatrick has to win that job because the alternative to that is that you you start out your first year with, and Brian Flores saying that the best players don't play. And I don't think that's the right message message to send to the team. So yeah, we'll we'll see what happens when it comes to the quarterback position there. But um, I I think the more that Rosen gets comfortable that he's going to end up winning that job. And if not, you know, Fitzpatrick does have that upside to where you just never know what's going to happen with the guy. I mean, keep in mind, the first quarter of the season last year, Ryan Fitzpatrick was the story of the year. The first three games of the season, he had 1,230 yards passing. That's not a misquote. 1,230 yards passing and 11 touchdowns through the first three games. So he does have that ability to shock and awe the universe.
1: Yeah, it's, it's I mean, you're, you're going to have a few weeks with Fitzpatrick where he's going to look like Dan Marino. And then you, you're gonna have a few weeks with him like that look like Dan Fogelberg decided he wanted to play football. So it, it's you know that that's not unexpected with Fitzpatrick by any stretch of the imagination. And, and yeah, one one caveat to the the best players will play with with Brian Flores is, and, and this is an ex- expectation I want fans to keep in mind. It may not be the best player on paper at times flores is going to play the best player for what he wants to do that week what his scheme is for that week not necessarily the best player on play paper because it may be a player that fits what he wants to do better even though player a might be a better overall football player player b is better for the scheme fit that week so keep that in mind when you're looking at the best player plays.
0: Yeah, that's true. I I think at the quarterback spot, though, it's best to have that continuity. And if Ryan Fitzpatrick at the beginning of the year has that continuity, then that's great. But uh, once Josh Rosen gets in, I don't care if it's week one, I don't care if it's week five. I anticipate it being week one. But once he's in, I, I really think that the Dolphins have to do themselves the justice of giving him a full Sixteen games from that point, if he starts in week one,
1: yeah, see, I think Rosen's going to end up being the starter, but the more I think about it, I think it's going to be somewhere around the two minute warning in week three or week four that that Rosen takes the reins and and I'm okay with that. It gives him a chance to build a little confidence, which he didn't get the opportunity to do in Arizona, and it gives him the chance to come in in a situation and if he can take the team on his back in that situation it gives him the chance to truly invisibly in front of everybody take the reins at the position which i'm completely okay with
0: yeah i mean if he comes in in week three week four like i said i'm fine with that but once he gets in he stays in i i don't want to see yeah. this 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 you know putting him in taking him out putting him him in taking him out because to me that is what ruins quarterbacks he needs to live through his mistakes once he gets in and if he is so bad that you've got to yank him at any point then I think we have our answer as to whether or not Josh Rosen is the future quarterback of this team if if their own coaching staff is not willing to live through those mistakes but uh, I think we're getting way ahead of ourselves here. I think that Josh Rosen is going to win that quarterback spot. I think we're in agreement on that. But And it does not surprise any of us that he is not the starting quarterback heading into OTAs and didn't look the best in OTAs. But, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick is 36 years old and has been around the league for quite a bit. So, you know, just looking yeah, at well- Josh Rosen in general,
1: Sorry. One more point I just want to make real quick, too, is the way that the Josh Rosen trade makes the most sense. And I know, you know, I've said it. I know we had Greg Likens on the show and and he said the same thing. The Josh Rosen trade makes the most sense, unfortunately or fortunately or what have you, based around the best player plays and blah, blah, blah. It makes the most sense if you play the living hell out of him for the majority of the 16 weeks in season, because like we've pointed out before, if he sucks so bad, yes, the season tanks a little bit. Miami gets that early pick makes the trade make sense. They don't need to, to mortgage all those picks they've got next year to move up. They're in position to get their guy. If, if it's clearly not Rosen, but if he doesn't, Miami has a chance to do well. They may not be picking as early in the draft, but they don't have to be because they don't have to make that move to get their quarterback. So the only way the Rosen trade doesn't make sense is if you don't play him, then it doesn't make sense because now you kind of mortgaged a little bit for nothing. Absolutely nothing. That's where it makes no sense.
0: Yeah, you bet. And that's where it would make no sense because if Josh Rosen plays and he stinks and now he's on his second team in two years, and it just looks to this coaching staff, too, like he doesn't have it, then you're probably going to win three or four games. You're going to be picking the top five, and you're going to end up taking a quarterback like Tua or like Justin Herbert uh, in that top five anyway. And Josh Rosen from that point could be the backup, or maybe they can flip him for a late-round pick. But look at it on the optimistic side. Say that Josh Rosen – does start a quarterback. It starts all sixteen games. I'm starting to think what would be a realistic stat line to where we could say Josh Rosen may be the future of this team. And I I came up with some numbers here too, based on somewhere between you know the 18th and the 20th best quarterbacks in the game. So to me, what what could be realistic is he completes 60% of his passes. He throws for eh, 36, 3700 yards and throws for 12 touchdowns to 10 to 12 interceptions. If he did that, then at the end of the year, I think the Dolphins do have a decision to make as to whether or not they're going to make Josh Rosen their franchise quarterback going forward and work with him more and more, and then take those seven draft picks in the first four rounds and use them on other positions but the alternative to that is Rosen comes in, he completely stinks up the place and they take all of those resources or, or at least the first resource and use that at the quarterback position.
1: Yeah. And, and I'm going to throw a couple caveats there. I mean, throwing to Devante Parker, you're good for three or four interceptions, throwing to him. Uh, he, he just, he's an interception creator for, for opposing teams and, until he proves otherwise. But I mean, if he can get a, a, a decent touchdown interception ratio, My biggest thing stats aside, it's, I mean, stats don't lie or numbers don't lie, but you can lie with numbers. We all know this. If my eyes tell me that the potential is there, if my eyes tell me that, you know, you improve his offensive line a little bit and get him another weapon at receiver uh, regardless of what his numbers are, regardless of the win total, my biggest thing is is what my eyes telling me watching his footwork, watching where he's placing the ball, whether receivers are catching it or not, uh, or batting it in the air to opposing defenders. Devontae Parker, not to name any names, um, you know, and, and things like that. If I see that there, if I see the progress from week one or three or wh- whenever he takes over the reins through week seventeen of, of the season. If I see that progress out of Rosen where I feel he's the future, I'm okay with it regardless of what his numbers say. I'm okay with it even if it's a three win season and that potential is there that that he's built upon from week, you know, that we see him grow. I am okay with it, and I'm okay with not taking a quarterback next year, even in the top five, if we see visibly from Rosen all the intangibles that we need to see. That's the biggest thing for me with, with, with him as we move forward here.
0: Yeah, it gives the Dolphins two ways to be successful. Because keep in mind, everybody, that Josh Rosen was an underclassman when he came out in the NFL draft two years ago. I mean, it, he is, he'll is he be 22 years old and seven months on in week one of the NFL season. He turned 22 this past February. As a comparison, he is three months older than Dwayne Haskins and Daniel Jones. He's five months older than Kyler Murray. So we're not talking about a seasoned veteran here. So it's also the possibility that he does well a couple of years down the road. We at least have to see, as you were alluding to, Paul, that potential this year. And then say the Dolphins go 2-14, and 3-13, and, and Rosen does not show much of anything, then the Dolphins at that point you would think would take a quarterback to double down on that position as well as they should. But one thing that I saw about jo- on Josh Rosen on tape, I've watched all of his games from last year with the Arizona Cardinals. I watched a lot of him at UCLA coming out. He has that gunslinger mentality where he wants to complete those 20, 30-yard chunk plays all at one time, which could be a bad thing for him. But one thing I like with, with how he meshes with this Patriots coaching staff is that if you take a look at what Tom Brady did in New England, Tom Brady would dump the ball off all day if you gave him the opportunity to do that. And I think that's what this coaching staff is going to coach into him, that, hey, a lot of times it's it's better to take that five, six, seven-yard pass than try to gunsling it downfield for 20 or 30 yards.
1: Yeah. And the other thing too, is if, if they can get him to predominantly dump the ball for that five to seven yard chunk play. um, The good thing there is with the speed and talent that Miami has at the receiver position, at the tight end position, at the running back position, there will be things that a, those chunk plays open a ton of stuff over the top and B the Dolphins' just general team speed at the skill positions is going to open a few of those 30-yard plays even more so. So you look at that, you get the safeties cheating up on those five to seven pump-and-dumps. And And what Miami can do with Jakeem Grant, Albert Wilson, Mike Gesicki, Kenny Stills, Devontae Parker, with a question mark, Kenyon Drake, uh, Kalen Balaj they can get people over the top as well. So that is going to open up the entirety of the field to do the things that Josh likes to do too. And he does throw a pretty deep ball. I don't care what anybody says. He throws a pretty deep ball. And Miami's got the players that can get downfield fast enough that this offensive line should occasionally allow for that to happen. So hopefully we get to see a little bit of that out of him.
0: So the dolphins have three arms in training camp here Josh Rosen, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Jake Rudock may may add a a fourth one along the way somewhere, but Jake Rudock from Michigan was a six round pick back in the 2017 NFL Draft of the Detroit Lions. Has thrown five NFL passes. He's three for five for 24 yards and in an interception. And if you did not see his one interception, it was an it was a pick six by Eric Weddle in Week 13 of the 2017 season. If you haven't seen it, you have to see to believe how bad of a throw it was. There was literally nobody in the picture, almost nobody in the picture on the All-22. But this is somebody who's from the University of Michigan. We wonder how much Steve Ross had a hand in wanting this guy on the Dolphins roster. Paul, do you see the Dolphins rostering three quarterbacks, or do you think they're just going to go with Rosen and with Fitzpatrick?
1: If Miami rosters three quarterbacks, it's simply and only and exclusively going to be because somebody else shakes free from another roster that they like. Rudox in there as a camp body, camp arm, uh, somebody to give Rosen and Fitzpatrick a rest in the second half of preseason games.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that. You know, if someone I wanted the Dolphins to draft in the seventh round was Tyree Jackson from Buffalo very simply because I thought he would be an intriguing arm to have in camp, something a little bit different, some someone with high upside. But it would take that type of player shaking loose from another roster for the Dolphins to give some consideration. Uh, for our listeners here, we should have in the upcoming episodes um, a show from a guy named Zach. He put a video out there, a very well documented video out there that has almost half a million uh, views on YouTube it's the title of it is does Josh Rosen suck and it's a great video about what he brings to the table about the promise that he showed in Arizona last year as well as some of the things that he needs to improve on so we're we're going to work toward getting him on our show we really look forward to that too but I do encourage you to go out and watch that video. Does Josh Rosen suck? The answer is probably not. So that's very interesting moving forward here. Josh Rosen versus Ryan Fitzpatrick, that training camp battle. Paul, anything else to add on the quarterback spot?
1: Not really. I mean, it's definitely going to be a very interesting thing. It's going to have huge impacts for Miami in the coming years, whether it's putting Miami in position to get their quarterback of the future whether it's, you know, Josh Rosen turning out to be the quarterback of the future. The only thing that's pretty ironclad here is Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be what Ryan Fitzpatrick is, a journeyman that plays up and down, but at least can be that placeholder for you if need be. That's the only certainty at the quarterback position right now.
0: Absolutely. And that will do it for our breakdown of the quarterback position as we head into training camp here in a couple of months. You can follow Paul and I on The Fin Side on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and Spotify, all the major social media outlets. Check out our merch store as well on thefinside.threadless.com. Send us some messages, too, of what you want to see on the show as well as as questions that you want to have answered on the show, too. And if it's not on the right side and it's not on the left side, it is on the Fin side. So, d take us home. It ain't
1: the left side for the right side, and it must be the Fin side. It ain't the left side for the right side, and it must be the Fin side. The left side, the right side the fin Listen, Dolphins fans across the land all tuning in to see what
0: Brian can